Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Joey Vitale views things a little differently. Just imagine how he looks at hockey. Whoa! This is The View from Vitale, brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi Electric Elite Contractor. BK and Ferrario here on 101 ESPN. And right now we are happy to be joined by Joey Vitale's the blues analyst for 101 ESPN. And you saw him the other night on Valley Sports Midwest looking very dapper on television. We appreciate his time as always. Joe, how you doing today, my man? Joey, Joey, Joey. Ah, it's awesome. BK, Alex, Tanner, the boys. I'm doing great. We're in San Jose. It's it's a slow start to the day because the time change. Guys are getting up at 530 to all. John Kelly talking to my buddy Billy here as well. Guys get up early, so these mornings tend to take a little bit of time, so I know they're antsy to get to the rink and get into the morning skate. I don't know about you, Joe, but I can't wait for a 9.30 puck drop here in St. Louis. Oh, oh man, daggers to the heart. Against the San Jose, <laughs> hey, listen, against the San Jose Sharp team, uh, uh, you can't be mad at the ratings on the TV or radio side here tonight. This is a struggling, I mean, str- historically a very, very bad San Jose Sharks team, guys. It started out, I believe they were 0-10-1 before they won a couple versus Philly. Edmonton, of course, the Edmonton win cost Jay Woodcroft his job. Uh, since then, they've lost three. So it's been a very tough start here for San Jose. And, and in its own little weird way, I know it sounds kind of crazy, but a different type of pressure tonight for St. Louis uh, because now you're going to a team that there's so much pressure where you just – you can't overwhelm yourself with the fact that, man, we don't want to lose this game because that's obviously uh, intentionally you come into the rank and, like, this team is so bad. So how do you kind of correct your mind and get and get your mind in the right spot against a very struggling team? Again, it's a very, very different kind of pressure. Yeah, it is, and it's interesting you say that, Joe, because I've thought about this these last few games, not taking anything away from the Blues because they've played really strong hockey, but how much of the success they're going through right now is also credited to other teams looking at the Blues and saying, well, these guys aren't any good this season. Like, now that might start shifting in the different direction. Oh, listen, absolutely. I mean, you know, I was doing my, my last uh, post-game wrap with Alex on the Valley side the other day. I think my final comment was just that. It said, you know, there were a lot of teams at the beginning of the year that, you know, they didn't give the Blues enough credit. And then they go on this really nice little five, six-game stretch right here, uh, not only winning games but outscoring teams and defending hard. I think uh, my comment was, you know, now the league's going to wake up and say, man, are these St. Louis Blues for real now? And I think that that's going to be the tone. I think you put one or two games together, you know, people are like, ah, maybe, maybe not. And then all of a sudden, three and four and by five, you're like, whoa, you know, and uh, the Blues can look to get above and do five, five games above, uh, fortunately, four games above uh, 500 here tonight. So that's where you start to really grab, grab attention and grab teams around the league to say, wow, uh, the St. Louis Blue team is good. So this is where a whole new challenge for St. Louis is going to come into play where you're not going to surprise teams anymore. Uh, this, you're going to face opponents this entire road trip, San Jose tonight. And then, of course, uh, L.A., Anaheim, before you're facing those Coyotes on the way home from Thanksgiving. Uh, teams are going to be ready for the St. Louis Blues team, so it's going to be a whole new new breed of challenges here. Joey, you've seen a lot of Jordan Bennington in net over the last few years. How would you describe what we are watching right now when he's in net for the Blues? 
BK, I'll be honest with you. I, I don't really notice anything different today than what he was the last, you know, three, four years. And, and I mean that. I think that he's been the same goalie. I think this team in front of him has been very different. Uh, and I think he'd be the first to say that to you. He'd be saying, you know, hey, I've, I've been the same guy the last four years. Unfortunately, uh, at times our, our defensive structure has been uh, complete, complete breakdown mode. And you look at the way he's playing. Yes, he's looked very steady. Uh, but I go back to that last game. You know, Tampa Bay, uh, aside from a couple flurry of chances early in that game that they didn't convert on, I don't know if Jordan Binnington was under a ton of distress. And what I mean by distress is, you know, go, go back to game seven versus the Boston Bruins in 2019. That's distress, right? So I, I want fans to understand, you know, what I mean by that. Um, breakdowns, backdoors, breakaways, like that to me is a goaltender under distress. And I don't know if I look at that Tampa game that if Jordan Binnington was under constant distress for large stretches of that game. And, and I think you have to give credit to this defensive structure. I mean, that was a game versus Tampa Bay. They had 26 block shots the most of the season, uh, led by Tory Krug, Marco Scandella. So this is a team committed to blocking shots. It's a team committed to keeping things to the outside. Uh, and then from a physics standpoint, when you keep shots from the outside, when you're absorbing those shots, it's much easier to deflect rebounds to the corners and to the side versus taking shots down the middle of the ice where then those rebounds are going to typically lay right in front of you. So that's where I think Jordan Binnington certainly has been good. He's been focused. But I think he's been good and focused every year. I, I don't think he's ever had a lapse in, in that focus and that poise and that competitiveness. I just think now it's a combination where you know you, you have it out of your goalie, but now you have it also as a team commitment from the defensive side of things, and, and that's where this – this good marriage really has made the Blues so successful over the last five to six games. So on the defensive side of things, Joe, I texted you this the other night because the number just, I mean, it, it amazed me the the turnaround of one year for Tory Krug and Justin Falk. These two are sitting as a plus 20 right now. What is it from those two that are making them so different from what we saw last year? I think the biggest thing for was Tory, Tory Krug. You know, I think Justin's always kind of brought that nature about him to defend hard, to be to be a solid structured player back there where he doesn't let a lot get behind him. You know, I think, I think Tory Krug was, you know, a bit of a cowboy last year. And what I mean by that is taking chances, jumping up in the rush. I think that his focus was to get offensive numbers. When you have that type of focus, you're going to, you're going to leave your, your, your defensemen, your goaltenders and your forwards hanging dry at times. So I think this summer, it was a bit of a humble, humble summer for Tory. I think he came into the season once again, having to prove himself. And I think he went back to ground zero. I think he looked at the foundation of who he is as a player, and that has to be defense first. So I think that now the numbers are starting to come, uh, and that's a good and well. But I think the, the most pride he's taking in his game right now is making sure he's closing plays quickly, making sure he's a good first pass option to get out of the zone fast, and making sure he's not putting his, his partner, Justin Falk, in a bad spot by jumping up and maybe pinching at times when he shouldn't. So I think that he's been a very responsible player defensively. Uh, he's taken a lot more pride in the defensive side of things. Uh, again, now it's converting to numbers on the offensive side of things, but, but this is his bread and butter, and this has to be the foundation of his game, and that's exactly what we're seeing out of that pair, and, and the main reason why that plus-minus has looked so good be, between the two of them. Joey, final question that I've got for you. We're talking to Joey Vitale, Blues analyst for 101 ESPN and Bally Sports Midwest. Robert Thomas has really raised his game over the last six or seven now, I, I would say. He's now sixth among all uh, centers in the NHL and plus minus on the year. He's top 12 in points per game played among centermen, and he's winning 57% of his faceoffs on the season as well while playing almost 20 minutes a night. Are we seeing him develop into something approaching a number one center in your mind? 
Well, I mean, listen, he is the number one center right now for the St. Louis Blues team. How does he compare to the number one centers across the league? I mean, um, I would say he's right in the middle of the pack. I mean, you look at a team like the San Jose Sharks and the Anaheim Ducks, uh, certainly the Arizona Coyotes with Hayden. Uh, I think that, you know, Robert Thomas is a, a head and shoulders above their number one centers. Uh, but then you look at across it like a Nathan McKinnon and a Sidney Crosby, a Connor McDavid. You know, there's players at number one centermen that are ahead of him. So I think Robert Thomas, you know, is right in the middle of the pack and, and developing exactly where he should be. Uh, I think that the faceoff percentage, especially over the last two, he's been incredible on the dot. That has helped his confidence. It's helped getting puck possession back. Uh, but he, he's in a rhythm right now where his point production has come so far this season. From one thing, in my mind, he's been a shot first player. We saw it in preseason. He's throwing more pucks at the net. It was something they've been trying to get him to do over the last couple seasons. It's finally clicked, I think, for him. He's realized by shooting the puck more, uh, he's going to be one, one thing that he hasn't really been in the past, which is unpredictable. You know, remember Robert Thomas three, four years ago, every time he come in the offensive zone, it'd be come in, across, approach the blue line, curl up, look for a pass. When you do that over and over again, the scouting report is out there on you, and everyone knows what you're going to do, and, and defensemen tend to close the gap pretty quickly. And you kind of take on a, a reputation of like a Jonathan Huberto, I think, where Jonathan Huberto is a pass-first player. He's become very easy to defend against in Calgary, in my opinion, because everyone knows he's looking for the pass. When you play that way, you become predictable and you're very easy to defend. Now Robert Thomas has come into the season. He's been a shot-first mentality. He's shooting more pucks. He's throwing more pucks at the net. And now defensemen have to give him a little bit more space. They have to give him more time. Why? Because you don't know what he's going to do. You come in the offensive zone, he's going to button up. He's going to drive the net. He's going to shoot. He's going to look past through seam. You become a very unpredictable player. And when you do that, uh, that's what's been leading to a lot of his point production. Joe, we appreciate the time as always, man. Enjoy yourself out there in San Jose. I know it's not a great team, but at least it's better than being in that frigid cold up in Calgary whenever we talked with you a couple of weeks Calgary, ago. Calgary, Canada. So enjoy yourself, and we'll talk with you again soon, my man. Hey, doggone right. You know, I, I've known people that can make uh, hell out of heaven and heaven out of hell. I'll be honest with you. I'm in San Jose. It's not a very good hockey team, but the sun is out. I'd rather be in San Jose against a bad team than Edmonton for a bad team. You're, you're absolutely right about that, BK.